Hey listeners, today's sponsor is an absolute must for fans of Tesla, SpaceX, and all of Elon Musk's world-changing companies. Introducing StarshipShirts.com. They've got a fantastic selection of merch, from t-shirts and hoodies to hats and accessories, all inspired by Elon's innovative vision. So why not wear your support for the companies driving the future? Head to StarshipShirts.com and show the world you're on the cutting edge. Thanks for supporting the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast, where we dive deep into the latest developments, innovations, and breakthroughs brought to life by the man who's reshaping the world as we know it. Today, we're talking about SpaceX's Starlink satellite internet service, the surprising enthusiasm of its users, and the recent Federal Communications Commission's approval that could lead to even better internet speeds in the future. Now, SpaceX's Starlink satellite internet service has been making waves despite delivering lower download speeds than traditional fixed broadband in both urban and rural environments across the U.S. The surprising finding comes from the latest survey by Ookla, the creators of Speedtest. Furthermore, the FCC has granted SpaceX a critical authorization for the Starlink satellite internet constellation, potentially paving the way for improved internet speeds for users in North America. Now, Ookla's net promoter score, the NPS analysis of Starlink users, reveals a significant disparity between the ratings awarded to SpaceX's service and those of broadband internet providers. This difference is most striking among urban Starlink users, despite their considerably lower median download speeds compared to broadband users. And simultaneously, Ookla's comprehensive evaluation of American internet speed data indicates a consistent yearly decline in median download speeds. However, in a refreshing development, these speeds rose on a quarter-to-quarter basis. The most recent data from Ookla indicates a 24 megabytes per second annual drop in U.S. median download speeds for quarter one, but a 13 megabyte per second improvement between quarter four 2022 and quarter one of 2023. In contrast, Mexico experienced a staggering 100 megabits per second annual decrease, while Canada's decline was a mere three megabits per second. Yet the most intriguing aspect of the survey lies in Ookla's NPS analysis of Starlink. Despite lower median speeds than broadband internet in both urban and rural areas, Starlink users are considerably more inclined to recommend the service to others. The NPS rating gauges the difference between the service's promoters and detractors. Consequently, a positive score signifies a higher proportion of promoters, while a negative score suggests the opposite. The findings reveal that urban and rural Starlink users boast NPS scores of 31.94 and 42.21, respectively, indicating a significant propensity to endorse the service to others. This enthusiasm becomes even more notable when juxtaposed with the lackluster performance of broadband users, whose NPS scores 
stand at negative 23.62 and negative 21.27 for urban and rural areas, respectively. Now, remarkably, despite a substantial gap in medium download speeds for urban and rural users, these vast differences persist. And urban Starlink users recorded a median download speed of 65.29 Mbps, while rural users registered 72.18 Mbps. In percentage terms, urban Starlink users' median speeds were 68% lower than broadband speeds, yet their NPS scores were twice as high. And this implies that despite having half the download speeds, urban Starlink users are twice as likely to endorse Starlink to their friends. Now, further data analysis reveals that download speeds are not the sole determinant of user sentiment. In rural areas, broadband users reported a median download speed of 100.41 Mbps, not significantly higher than Starlink's, yet despite a 30% lower speed, rural Starlink users were three times more likely to recommend the service. Now, the FCC has now approved SpaceX's request to increase the transmit duty cycles of its second-generation user dishes after the company submitted data to the commission outlining that doing so would not violate any radio frequency emissions regulations. Now, SpaceX has been investigating ways to make its Starlink users' dishes more potent for quite some time now, and the firm first filed an application with the FCC in June of last year, seeking approval to launch new Starlink satellite dishes. These would feature several upgrades over the predecessor, including a high transmission data cycle. Now, SpaceX's application revealed that the new dishes would have a duty cycle of 14%, implying that they would communicate with the satellites for longer. However, their percentage was later reduced to 10.5% due to changes in the commission's radio frequency calculation. Now, following the application for the second generation user dishes, SpaceX's, uh, SpaceX submitted another request to the FCC. Uh, to the, they had to test 200 user dishes at higher duty cycles to evaluate their performance. And eager to advance its dishes, SpaceX followed up with another application in December, requesting that the FCC allow it to permanently increase its duty cycle to 17.5%. Now, SpaceX submitted this application after testing the Starlink user dishes at the maximum transmit duty cycle of 100%, or in other words, a scenario where they would communicate with the satellites all the time. Now, these tests utilized the flat shape of the second generation Starlink dishes and demonstrated that, as opposed to the new rules, which had laid down a maximum duty cycle of 10.5%, the dishes could, in fact, transmit up to 17.5% of the time without exceeding any radiation hazard limits. Now, the FCC approved the application for the higher duty cycle, which will improve Starlink's performance in the longer duration of the dish's communications uh, period will directly impact the upload speed for Starlink users. This is because the terminals will spend a more extended period communicating with the satellites. However, the overall speed can also improve significantly since the terminals will be able to make up frequently for information losses between them and the orbiting spacecrafts. And additionally, the longer the dishes communicate, the faster they establish links to newer Starlink satellites. This will reduce shift over and switch over times and lead to fewer connection drops. SpaceX has launched more than 4,000 Starlink satellites to date, 
It plans to launch tens of thousands more to gain a foothold in the market that will open soon as Amazon's Kuiper subsidiary secures a rocket and launches its own satellite, a direct competitor to Starlink. Now, SpaceX's Starlink Satellite International uh, Internet Service is on the rise and has attracted this huge loyal user base despite delivering lower download speeds than traditional fixed broadband in both rural and urban areas across the U.S. And this recent FCC approval for increasing the transmit data cycles of its second-generation user dishes promises to improve internet speeds for users in North America in the future. Now, this development, along with this enthusiastic user base, as evidenced by the positive NPS scores from Ookla survey, indicates a promising future for Starlink as it competes with other satellite internet providers, including Amazon's Kuiper. Now, thank you so much for listening to the Elon Musk podcast today. I do appreciate your time and that you spent it here with me. Now, if you could take a second and hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much to everybody who's been on Apple Podcasts giving this show a five-star review. Um, If you could give us a review on Spotify, if you're on Spotify, that would be great too. So thank you so much again. I appreciate your time. Now, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you in the next one. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to level up your experience by becoming a premium member. Check the show notes for the link and join our exclusive Investors Club community today.